What is going by? My name is Connor Lawler and welcome to another week of Heroes for Hire. We are back talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally giving our thoughts on the wacky world of films. Films? This Ooh. is Movies Monday, Sean. Movie? What a great name. I came up with it all by myself. Oh, the alliteration. That's about it. That's... Really, there's not much else to it. <laughs> Just have the letter M. That's all I had. Movies and TV shows and entertainment news Mondays. Oh, ring to it. <laughs> what's, what's the initials of that? M. T. <laughs> is TV also an initial? No, no, T- you have to do the T and the V. MT- MTV. <laughs> oh, we should copyright that. Um, what do we do here, Sean, on Mondays? Mondays, we are talking about the uh, happenings in the world of entertainment yes. over the past week. And just, it's a lot of. Nerd we're talk. disappointed with how things are going. It's a lot of disappointment, but then also it's a lot of comic book stuff. So if you're not yeah. interested in that, maybe it's not for you. Maybe this particular episode isn't for you. We can review Pride and Prejudice another time. Ooh. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've never seen Pride and Prejudice. Oh, we should watch it. Oh, it's it. a quality film. Oh, it's amazing. I'm into saying film now. It's, it's very American. Oh, it's very, very good. Very refined. Um, okay, we're going to have to start off. I'm going to get straight into it. Uh, no messing about. So we're going to start off with news on the flash. <gasps> you might say I ran into this news talk very quickly. Wait, but what? No, you see, no, it's a, it's a pun on speed. Speed? No, like, like the I, drug? Yeah, like the drug. Oh, I'm okay. on speed. <laughs> You're on speed. <laughs> I'm on speed. Well, thanks for letting us know. Good stuff. We'll do our best. See, you know, my, my day was pretty fun. I had toast and I had a bowl of Selog. Selogs. Selogs Kirill, was it? <laughs> it's the speed, man. It's the it's speed. It's the speed. It makes me dyslexic. Speed kills. <laughs> um, this is The Flash. The news is that The Flash standalone movie has been delayed until 20. 2021. 2020. Okay, so just before the Batman comes out. <laughs> no, that'll be out in 2025. Ah, of course. Um, the This comes out as a bit of a shock because I'm pretty sure Flash was originally scheduled for 2019. Yeah, and also he was one of the most, from what I've seen, one of the more well-received characters out <laughs> of the Justice League, which isn't saying a whole lot. I feel like he was my least favourite. Really? Yes. I think a lot of people thought, no, he's a funny guy. He has a bit of character to him. But apart from, you know, aside from being make... the most annoying thing in the world. Every joke he made was the worst. Yeah. I felt there was one or two where I was like, Haha, that's pretty good. That, that's it. He was the quip machine in that. There was so many quips. So many Joss quips. Joss Whedon just literally wrote himself in as the Flash. I think the main problem with Ezra Miller as the Flash is that um, I've covered this before, yeah. but his inability to run in a straight line, that's going to hinder him as the Flash. No, 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 you got a serpentine pattern. All right, yeah. See, his Avoid knee, the arrows. His knees and his legs, they don't look connected. He, he looks like a ragdoll when he's he runs. He's a Michael Flatley of a runner. <laughs> he's, he's doing a bit of a jig in between getting from A to B. He's so crazy. Oh, wow. So, if you were excited about seeing that glorious run of Ezra Miller and those cheekbones, let's talk a, let's talk a past Very the good cheekbones. I mean, actually. fair play to him. I can't, I can't insult him for his cheekbones, just for his run, his acting and his character. That's it. So you just want a film about cheekbones. That's it. That's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) Make them cut. (laughs) But what would the... I assume they were going to try and do Flashpoint, though, Um, in that Flash solo film. I don't don't actually know what they were going to do. Now, we've been talking about it before and that they should have done Flashpoint. That's the way to reset everything. Yeah, because they messed up so bad. Yes. Um, According to Variety's report, the movie has already gone through... Two screenwriters, although the movie itself was supposed to begin filming in March of 2018. That's this, this year. year. <laughs> That's, that should have already happened. That's the past. Oh. Um, the current directors are John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. And replaced dope director Rich or Rick Fumiaya? Fum- I'm definitely getting that wrong. No, I think you got a spot on uh, there. F-A-M-U-Y-I-W-A. No, what you said was correct. I can guarantee that. Um, and if he, I'm wrong, I don't care. After he exited the project over creative differences in 2016, they say that the DC Extended Universe is in disarray. Or they say, sorry, 
the opposite. They say <laughs> that the phrase the DC Universe is in disarray is an, un- oh, an understatement. <laughs> oh, it's been a roller coaster the last few minutes. <laughs> um, so this, the DC Universe is in disarray. Look, they don't, they're not that with it. Right. Um, and this news shouldn't be surprising as it stands. Henry Cavill is out of, out of Superman. Ben Affleck is likely to be replaced by someone pretty soon as Batman. On top of that, you've got the not at all related Joker movie with Yaquin Phoenix. There's also Birds of Prey with Margot Robbie. You've got Aquaman in there as the last vestiges of Justice League. And, I mean, Wonder Woman, is she going to get a sequel? Definitely. Yeah. You've got her coming back as well. There's a lot of things on the plate and not a lot of good. God. Yeah. When you say it like that, it's really just a big jumbled mess. Yeah, they've got no Superman, Batman who is going to leave. They've got two Joker films, one that's not connected to the universe and one that is. They've got a Birds of Prey film, they've got a Suicide Squad 2 film, and they've got an Aquaman film. And, and they have long- a bunch of TV shows that aren't at all connected no. to the cinema universe. Yes. Right. What I- the hell? I have a question. Yeah. Surely it would just make more sense to have a Green Arrow film and just bring Stephen and Mel in and because you have a built-in audience yeah. and a guy that's good as the Green Arrow. And you have a universe that's already ready to go. Yes. It's from the TV. I mean, all you got to do is give them 50 million. Yeah, but take all the money that you're going to pour into 17 Batman rewrites Yes, and just give it to the CW guys and say, go nuts, make some movies. Just, like... Because there's good na- like there's good uh, actors in that as well. Stephen Amell, you have Grant, Grant Gustin, Gustin the Flash. who's an amazing Flash. Uh, Brandon... Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh, who he's was the, Superman. He's the Atom. He's the Atom. He's really good. Uh, I don't know, is Katie Cassidy still in it? Uh, no, she's not in it anymore, but she, I don't really like her. That's fair. In, in, in the universe, she was always very whingy. <laughs> so if there's one thing you can't stand it's whinge there's nothing worse than a character who's every scene they're just like oh no you don't but they take over this oh give it over the thing is as well is that you don't with uh, you know say the CW movie universe or whatever it is you don't have to do 17 origin story films no because it's already done literally the first five scenes of Arrow is an origin yeah and then the latest season now I have fallen off Arrow which is true like I used to be mad into it um, season 2 was like one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen with uh, Deathstroke Deathstroke yeah um, but I think it, it got to the point where every season became kind of oh my god this is the worst thing ever oh my god we're gonna overcome this and you kind of get sick of it and I feel like you have to take a break with those kind of shows but at the same time it just makes so much sense. Like, you've got Batwoman in that universe now. Yeah. You've got The Flash. And you, Bruce Wayne does exist in that universe. Gotham exists in that yeah. universe. So, so, there's nothing to say you can't do it. No, they just... they have, I think they have everyone but uh, Batman and Robin. And, and Superman? No, Superman's in Supergirl now. And she's on you the CW. You have Supergirl as well. I forgot about that. Yeah, you've got Melissa Supergirl. Yeah, you've, yeah. Got, you've got Supergirl as well. Oh. So, there's a whole universe there. Just that, make some films out of it. And all those people are liked as their characters. Nobody's like, I hate Stephen Amell. Yeah. Maybe in the first two seasons people are like, oh, he's very stiff. But I think he actually kind of played it like that. Because in mm. real life he's not like that at all. Yeah, he was made out to be like, you know, the billionaire playboy yeah. kind of thing. And then the businessman. So he just had a real kind of stick up his ass for a while. He was meant to come back from it. But he was playing it that he came back from the island. And he was just kind of trying pretending to try and be normal and yeah, then he was I mean, just really stiff he was on this holy war as well i think but, we're after getting way across from the point of flash standalone movies but we've gone into where dc should go we tend to do that whenever we talk dc yeah um but, and i think that's a great thing that we've just come up with but flash himself as a standalone movie do you think this even works is anyone after watching justice league going i can't wait to see flash in his own movie yeah see it I don't know because the first season of Flash the first half of that is very kind of villain of the week where one of Flash's villains from the comics comes and he it's all solved within the space of about an hour. Wait, you're talking about the TV show? The TV show, yeah. I'm talking about the movie. I know, I know, but I just swear I'm, I'm okay, getting on. on to the movie. Go on. Is that I don't know that any of Flash's stories 
aside from Flashpoint, could really hold a two-hour-long movie, you know, to be enjoyable for that length. Because when you think about Flash, should beat everybody. Yeah, because he just goes back in time, or he just <laughs> runs through their heart. That is a problem with the TV show, that they're really trying to avoid. Yeah. Uh, I fell off that very much, so when he just started reversing time a yeah, lot. Yeah, that was... I was just like, well, what's the point of anything, then? There's no stakes. Yeah, they kind of added stakes after with... I don't know. We, we're not talking about the Flash TV show. No. But I think that uh, a Flash movie would be really difficult to do right if it's not Flashpoint. But and imagine two hours of quips. He's always quipping. Quipping all the time. Oh, his whole family's dead. Quip away. You're talking about Iron Man 3, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it that Gwyneth Paltrow dies in Iron Man 3 and then like, the next scene he's just like quipping? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, your, your girlfriend just died. It's like your emotional link to humanity is gone. <laughs> Pull it together, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Quip. Uh, Shane Black, what a man. What a man. Um, okay, Flash, yay or nay? Push back to 2021. Okay, instead of yay or nay, if it's a movie, I have yeah. a question. Right. Will it be made? No. Oh, that's bold. It's a, we're never going to see a Flash movie with Ezra Miller as the Flash. That is a bold call. That is what I'm saying. You think by the time it gets to 2021, either this whole thing blows up, yeah. No superhero films anymore, or else they're not cool. Yeah. Or DC implodes. DC implodes, or Ezra Miller gets tired of things. <laughs> he does seem like a man who'd get tired of things. Oh, he's just exhausted all the just, time. I don't know. I don't like Ezra Miller. <laughs> I don't like him. Like I've a seen a lot of, inter- yeah, <laughs> of interviews with him. I'm just like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> get it together. Um, okay, we're going to move on to something a bit more positive. Um, not to be that makes a, a change. Not to be a Marvel fanboy. But Marvel's the best. <laughs> Pales, please. Um, There's a lot of money. Um, Ryan Coogler has signed back on to write and direct the Black Panther sequel. Savage. Best idea ever. Well done, Marvel. You just made a billion dollars. <laughs> Another billion. Yeah. What did the first one make? 1.9 or something? Yeah. Nearly 2 billion dollars. Nearly 2 billion. If they, they'll, they'll do at least a billion oh, on the next I one. I think they could do two. Ah, yeah, probably. Because after the first one went well. Uh, yeah, and depending on where uh, T'Challa is after so Avengers How are they going to do it? He's not, he doesn't exist anymore, Sean. Sure, sure, he does become Black Panther in the comics. Oh! There you go. Right. There's a good question. Do you think it would make $2 billion if Shuri was Black Panther? Absolutely. Think Every, so? I think people really like Shuri in those movies. I don't know if they like her $2 billion worth. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine... Like, the ending of Avengers 4, she's the Black Panther, she's leader of Wakanda. And then Imagine Black how Panther many times she could say, what are those? What are those? That was a bit of an awkward <laughs> moment in that film, I'll give you. Just dead bodies. What are those? I hate when she does that. Oh, sure, please. <laughs> Black Panther, please. <laughs> Have some respect. <laughs> it's, I don't know, because does Shuri work when she's not the Q kind of gadgety person? Do you know? Um, I think it works a lot better with the two of them. And not because, like, uh, he has to be Black Panther. Just because he's always so, like, royal and, like, um, stick up his butt. Right, yeah. But then around her, you can see it's just brother-sister where she just takes the piss out of him. Everybody else is really respectful. Yeah. And she just takes the piss out because she doesn't care. That's fair, and he needs that. I I, I think he needs that. He need, yeah. You need some scene where someone takes him down a peg because he, he walks around and everyone's like, oh, king, king, king. Yeah. And then she's just like, what are those? <laughs> I mean, it's You hilarious. loser. Look, I remember it's a funny scene. I know, I know. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but do you think that... Uh, We've talked about it before where you felt like the Russo brothers didn't know how popular Black Panther would be when they wrote the ending to Infinity War. Oh, they definitely didn't. Do you, do you, so you think he's coming back in Avengers 4? Well, he has to. Does he, do- though? Okay, so I would say the point is that at the end of Avengers, the two people that really went away that meant that they had to come back or that the ending would have to be reversed was Spider-Man... And Black Panther. Yeah. You can't get rid of the two of them. Because they're your next generation of money makers. Because Iron Man's leaving. Captain America's leaving. Thor I mean, is probably still around. I mean, Chris Hemsworth, he's probably still around for one or two more. But yeah. he, he won't go another like whole cycle. He'll probably get to... He might get the Avengers 5 in like a part-time role. But he's not doing his own one. Yeah. Um, That's fair. But you need another generation coming up. So you've got Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Black Panther now. Yeah, I Who are you. all kind of coming in. I think you need to keep 
Black Panther the way it is. Um, not not for any wrong reason, but just because like it works. I mean, it made one point nine billion dollars. Yeah, People so they did something it. right. People loved it. It was, it was a, great. It was a great movie. Yeah. So why change it? Um, and Spider Man has to come back. So if Spider Man comes back. Black Panther's gonna have to come back. Oh man, what if they have to choose between them? <laughs> and then at the end of Avengers Four, it's like a, a thing where it says, "Go online now and vote." You have to text in. You have to text in which movie you want to get made. Oh wow! Spider Man or Black Panther Two? It's even funnier because Sony do the Spider Man movies. Yeah. So they'll just do the every time someone votes for Spider Man, it automatically goes to Black Panther. Like, oh, you voted for Black Panther? No, oh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> which film do you not want to not 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 so maybe get made? Go to Sawyer, like, sorry, you can't make another Spider Man, you'll have to give him to us. <laughs> also, Venom and everything else. <laughs> Never make Venom again. <laughs> um, Ryan Coogler has recently he exited the sequel to Creed, uh, he passed the director's chair on to Stephen Capel Jr., and there was talk that Coogler could possibly do the same with Black Panther. However, Marvel and Disney often go above and beyond to ensure the creative forces behind the movie stay put, which is ironic because we have news later on about a different director who did not stay put. Oh no. Um, obviously. They obviously made the right choice to make sure Coogler came on board for the sequel. I mean, I don't know how much they paid him, but it was worth it. Um, at, any rela- at any rate, no release date or plot details have been revealed so far for Black Panther 2. However, sources close to THR claim the production will kick off in late 2019, early 2020, with a release date likely somewhere around 2021. Competing with the Flash film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow. Everyone knows they're immortal enemies. The Flash and Black Panther. Jesus. Um, Same question. Yeah. Do you think this will be made? Absolutely. 100%. They'd be stupid not to. (laughs) (laughs) Do they like money? Yeah. Barring a plane landing on Marvel Studios. And even then, maybe it'll still get made. Right. I mean, I just... I think it's a great idea, in fairness. Like, if you might as well... The thing about Marvel is they've got the upper hand in that they have money in the bank. So even if they made a bad film... Like, they can make a bad at the Wasp, which is grand. Yeah. Because everyone's like, yeah, but like, they're just building up until they get to the really good this stuff. This is the filler movie. This is the filler movie, and I have no problem seeing it, <laughs> this is a filler movie. Um... Speaking of Marvel and all their good stuff, we are going to move on to our next bit of news, and that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Set footage has been released showing off the new Spider-Man suit. Ooh. Um, The new Spider-Man suit is no longer the red and blue. It is going to be red and black with the... It's going to be black where the blue used to be. Kind of like Miles Morales Spider-Man? Very much like Miles Morales Spider-Man. But it's not... Miles Morales was fully black, wasn't it? It was black and kind of red under the arms. So it's the opposite. So it's red with the oh, black a, under the arms. Oh, okay. Um, kind of more more spidery, I would say. <laughs> more spidery. There's no blue on a spider. <laughs> he also has nine eyes. <laughs> do spiders have nine eyes? I don't know. How many eyes do a spider? Too many. Too many. Oh, right. Too many, if you ask me. But just the right amount of legs. No, too many legs as well. Interesting. If you've got more than two... I hate you. Oh, you're spider racist. I am spider racist. I think people listening to this are like, no, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I hate spiders too. That checks out. Uh, nobody's sitting at home going, oh, don't be mean to spiders. Spiders are cool. I'm just going to let that sit. How? Spiders are cool. Look. Well, who a friend have you ever had that was a spider? You can't name one. Timmy. No, yeah, that's a lie. Timmy the spider. Charlotte. She died. <laughs> 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 Made a web and infect off. That'd be a great book. <laughs> Charlotte made a web and infected up. (laughs) Um, Although Spider-Man Far From Home won't be out until later next year, filming is still underway and will likely continue for some time. So set footage is now circling, shows off a brand new spider suit worn either by Tom Holland or uh, his stunt doubles in action, which looks to be a very similar colour scheme to that of early Steve Ditko drawings of Spider-Man, and markedly different from the one worn in Spider-Man Homecoming and Avengers Affinity War. Um, you, Zendaya as MJ is also in a lot of the shots. He's like saving her. Okay. Uh, they're like swinging around the buildings. It's all very, it's all very good. Uh, Tom Holland. I'm not going to do the impression. Thanks very much. Um, Appreciate that. Lie. Tom Holland. Oh. <laughs> no, no. He prefaced it with lie at least. <laughs> I, I always get you. <laughs> um, so what do you think of the new Spidey suit? Um, does it make a difference? It, it. I'm curious how it comes about in the story because is it. 
it could it be like a shield issued spidey suit i think every suit he has is probably issued by shield yeah because it's like the one tony stark gave him but just black underneath yeah more of a stealth thing maybe they could be just giving him they're giving him updated suits because tony stark is kind of like his dad so he just keeps giving him new things. He just wants him to like him. He just gave, he's giving him to buy him off with love. So, sorry you got turned to dust that one time. <laughs> Sans boo. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think he could be doing some spy stuff in this, and that's why he has the slightly stealthier suit. But it's all red, though. Yeah, but maybe he's... He's got slight bit of black in it. He's sneaking into a Dennis the Menace convention. Oh, what do you right, want from yeah, me? Look, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm actually very much looking forward to Far From Home. Um, yeah. It's got the, Jake Gyllenhaal as, uh, as Mysterio. Mysterio. Um, tell, tell the people what's Mysterio's deal again. He's a liar. <laughs> he's, just, he's an illusionist. And Brother of Rey Mysterio, WWE wrestler, I've heard. Uh, I can't verify that, <laughs> but... You believe what makes you happy. Okay, then. No, Mysterio's a man. He's a part magician, part psychic, part techno person. Basically, he creates illusions and messes with people's heads and just gets them to defeat themselves, I guess. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, no, I get you. He'll trick, like, he tricked Wolverine into killing all the X-Men once. He made all the... Oh, that's a very nice. No, he made all the X-Men look like all of Wolverine's enemies. <laughs> Wolverine slaughtered all of them. And Classic Wolverine. Yeah, and then I didn't co- see Hugh Jackman act that one out. <laughs> it's great in the comic because you see that, and then you see what really what it really looked like. Right, and it's just X Men just skewering like Kitty Pride, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cyclops is just like, please stop, <laughs> Jesus. Classic Cyclops. Classic Psyche. He's never the hero. Never so- the hero. All this lad getting stabbed in the head. <laughs> If there was ever a character description of Cyclops in an image, it's him getting stabbed in the head. <laughs> That's it. And then Wolverine becomes Old Man Logan. Oh, wow, there you go. And Planet Hulk and all that comes into play. I'm going to say yes to make you feel better. X-Men, or Wolverine is in Planet Hulk, though. No, Planet Hulk, he is certainly in Planet Hulk. But I'm just saying he's in it, he appears. Well, Planet Hulk is when he gets sent to, when Hulk gets sent to Sakaar. Yeah. And then World War Hulk is when he comes back, and then Wolverine's in it. Am I thinking of World War Hulk? I guess so. Are you thinking of when Hulk is like a monster, and Wolverine is, he, he when Hulk eats Wolverine? Are you thinking of that? <laughs> no. no. Okay. No. I, I think I'm on like a different comic altogether. That's fair. See, I'm not as big on Marvel as your area of Marvel's expertise. my thing, yeah. DC I could give you. Okay, what? when was the Hulk fighting um, Batman? He broke Batman's back once. <laughs> that was Bane. No, no, that was Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> just really squint. Just really squint and close your eyes and read it in the dark. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next bit of news. It's a day of tangents. It is. Uh, we're going to move on to our next bit of news. And speaking of the greatest movie ever made... Incredible Hulk? No. A live-action hybrid of Tom and Jerry is in the workshop. What? Yes! That's... Just when you thought the world... Had seen everything. I when you said when you sat home and said I don't need to see another movie. <laughs> well, Tom and Jerry, look no further. I'm actually, speechless. Live action version. For why? Nostalgia, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they want to dress a child up as a rat or a mouse. I so don't understand. Yeah, but like Tom and Jerry, I think works because it's like it's ten minutes of a caper, and then that's it. So if you want to even. Even I wanna I wanna like fill it out, fill out the draw here. Do it. So you've got just a little bit. Can you if you thought of the director for a Tom and Jerry live action no. I mean could you go as far away from Tom and Jerry as possible as the ride along director Tim Story? What <laughs> How did Tim get dragged into this? Has Tim is this community service or something? <laughs> Everyone knows the best movie ever ride along. Yes. Um, one of those Kevin Hart capers. A caper? Where he talks really quickly and gets into awkward situations. Like a Paul Blart. It's a bit of a funny situation. I'm, oh, <laughs> love them. Love them. But what do you love more? Tom and Jerry. I love Tom and Jerry. This man, Tim Story, which is ironic. I mean, he tells stories through pictures. 
He's a director. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, um, Tom and Jerry is easily one of the most recognisable animated duos in history, along the same lines with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Um, obviously, Rocky and Bull- Bullwinkle got their own animated movie. Which was great. I wouldn't say great. It was fantastic. It used um, to be the big, big movie on a Saturday night. <laughs> And I used to watch it while eating M&M's. And every ad was the Domino's ad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, details are light at the moment, but it's understood that Warner Brothers, are, see Warner Brothers, they said no to DC, and they're going to start picking up Tom and Jerry. That's the next big franchise <laughs> the new they ex- got. The Hanna-Barbera expanded universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to bring the Flash in? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> details are light at the moment, but it's understood that Warner Brothers are kicking up a few of the Hanna-Barbera properties into active development. With Home Alone director Chris Columbus also said to be taking on a similar live-action hybrid with Scooby-Doo. Oh, they already did a. Live- they had a two of them, and the first one was great. Yeah. Also, um, the Warner Brothers did uh, Space Jam. Did it? Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe maybe it could work. I think it'll be perfect. I think it's another Space Jam, but with Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Same plot, but it's a cat and a mouse this time. Um, so, like, it is going to be live action, but I'm assuming Tom and Jerry are still animated. Yeah, that's got to be how it works. Because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, then you're just looking at a mouse and a cat. <laughs> just watching. But just watching a cat eat a mouse <laughs> in the <laughs> that's, cinema. That's the two hours. If um, I've seen a cat, the cat just, like, paws at the mouse. Yeah. It kills it, and then it just paws at it for, like, ten minutes. How well do you think they're going to navigate the, like... Awful. The fifties racism <laughs> and sexism that happened in Tom and Jerry. Wasn't the maid? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, it was real bad. Oh, that's awful. It's real bad. I just remember that when you said racism, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, because it was made in like the fifties and sixties. Yeah. When... I'm not saying that makes it okay. No, but... no, it's not okay. I'm just saying that's what happened. That is certainly. I think bring it all over. back. I think go as hard as the racism, lean into, it. lean into the racism as much as you want. What what, what can you do? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, thinking about that, that's going to be either a no. It's just going to be a terrible decision. I think it's a great idea. I think the more racism we have in Against movies, spiders. you don't see it often in these days. Racism <laughs> in movies. God, racism's dying out, lads. Dying, dying out. I think it would be a shock to the system. Bring it back. <laughs> you might make a few bucks off the shock. <laughs> the anti-social justice warriors don't will certainly see Don't get me started on the social justice... <laughs> it'd be funny. It'd be like uh, any movie now where like, you always have these like quibbles on Facebook and YouTube where just like arguments about like... Um, really like in minuscule moments in the movie like that's racist that's sexist yeah. you bring up a movie that's just completely racist <laughs> and sexist and nobody will say it like, <laughs> it's fine because it's Tom and Jerry it's great <laughs> crack what can you do <laughs> um, okay we're going to have to move on um, from Tom racism and, from Tom and Jerry and racism which is a weird <laughs> segment I didn't think we'd ever hit on um, this is Jared Leto, or Jared Leto, as his friends call him. Were we his friends? Uh, no, Jared uh, Lutu. Um, Spider- <laughs> Jared Lutu's Spider-Man spin-off, Morbius, is to begin filming in 2019. Interesting. So a bit of Spider-Man news again, but based on Morbius. Morbius, the uh, living vampire. And uh, Now, the thing about this is, we covered this uh, many months ago, but I want you to once again describe what Morbius is, but first... I'm going to say producers Axel Axel Arid, which is one of the producers there. Savage name. And Matt Tolmack, which is the boring name, (laughs) confirmed that the movie is currently in pre-production and will begin principal photography in early 2019. Um, It seems that Sony aren't too disgruntled by Venom's poor reviews, as it's currently on a a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. Um, But it has an 88% on fan score. Right, so the fans like it. The critics. I've seen Venom. Have you? We're going to do a review of it. Uh, I will see it before then. Next week. We'll yeah. do a review of it. Um, it is not good. Oh, uh, no. As the momentum for the other anti-hero movie, Morbius the Living Vampire is still swinging ahead. Swinging. Swinging, but he's not a... No, but he's, he's part Spider-Man, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, and he likes, he's not though, because they can't use Spider Man. But no, he's like he's like a fisherman, so he likes to swing the rod. A, oh, Morbius, the living fisher vampire. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vampire man. It's a very niche area. The fishermen um, are going to love it. Jared uh, Leto is indeed still attached to take on the title role, and director Daniel es- Espinosa, who did Safe House, is also keen to get started. Um, okay, 
for people who don't know, me and myself included, <laughs> Morbius, the living vampire, it's in the name. In the name. But what is his deal? Okay. Uh, first of all, okay, so back in the 50s, there was uh, the comics code was passed, which meant... Are we going to talk about racism again? A little bit. Okay, go on. You couldn't use uh, fantasy characters like werewolves and vampires and things like that. That was overturned in the 70s, I think. So Marvel just started making these characters again. Like, Captain America was a werewolf for a while. Of course. So, because they just got the license to use werewolves. But Morbius <laughs> the Living Vampire, he was a man with a rare blood disease. And he decided to become a biochemist to make sure, like, he could fix himself. Right. Right. Now, how would you go about fixing a rare blood disease? Um... I'd see a doctor. See, that's where you're wrong. Right. You need to get some electricity and some fruit bats. Fruit bats? Yeah. Okay. Know, maybe No, they're vampire bats, surely. Vampire bats, of course. That makes sense. And electricity. So doing that, he cured his blood disease, but he also turned himself into a science vampire. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is essentially all the powers of a regular vampire, yes. but he was never bitten by a vampire. Because that would be mental. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. So. Does he, he bite other people? He does bite other people. He bit Blade. Right. And that gave Blade his vampire powers. What? Yeah. I thought Blade's power came from his mother getting bitten. Well, in one of the comics, anyway, Morbius did okay, it. Okay, fair enough. Morbius did it. That's how it goes. He's up to it. He's up he's, to divilment. He's up to divilment. Yeah. So, he, basically, he can't stay in sunlight. He needs to drink uh, blood or else he goes a bit mad. You're just describing all vampires. <laughs> but. <laughs> Doesn't like steaks. <laughs> The meat or the wood. Big into garlic. Opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes mad when he doesn't have blood, but when he does have blood, he becomes sane again, and he's trying. He's trying to fix himself the whole time. Okay. Like he doesn't like. Why doesn't empty- he go back to the fruit bath and the electricity? Maybe it'll reverse it. You can't. Well, it was vampire bats. Of course. I said fruit bats Sorry. by mistake. No, you're right. Yeah. And if you could let it go, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but. I hate throwing the word around because I've heard it too much with Venom, but he is an anti-hero and Spider-Man tries to help him when he's sane, but when he's mental, he'll try and stop him. Spider-Man actually let him drink his blood to make him sane once. Right. Just, you know, as you do. And did he become half spider? I think he might have got some of Spider-Man's powers because that's how comics work generally. Of course. Do you know? But And how do you feel about Jared uh, Leto? Taking on the Morbius mantle. He's a. He's, he's so good. He's got a weird face. He, but Jared is so good, <laughs> right? He's what name one bad movie he's done. You can't. Just hearing someone call him Jared. Is Jared, weird. you can't listen to what one bad movie. Name it in the last five years. You can't. Uh, suicide. No, it was great. Was he great? Yeah, it was great. Do, do you, oh, you were a big fan of Suicide Squad. Actually. Love Suicide Squad. Love the fact that he pretended to be blind in Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love how he ruins all of the small producers' jobs, or the, all the people on set. The PAs, the interns. He, ru- he ruins all their days. By making them carry dead pigs everywhere. And uh, then he used condoms. He used he condoms. Sent that was a big one. His, uh, bullets. He sent his co-stars in Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's that's a threat in some circles. Okay, so let's get this out of the way, right? <laughs> Suicide oh, no. Squad. He, yeah. s- he sends bullets. Used condoms. He sent a, be- a pig's head yeah. to the... To, I think they were doing a, a read through. The table read, yeah. Yeah, a table read. And uh, he got some. Jared Leto didn't turn up. And everyone was like, Where's Jared? Oh, and then no. a guy came into the room and he dropped the pig's head on the on the table and was like, The Joker says hello. And then leaves. <laughs> and imagine working with that lunatic, first of all. Oh, that sounds um, awful. Just be a nightmare in every scene. Like, you're already on set for 15 hour days. Just. Just don't be a dick. Tur- turn it off every now and <laughs> Come again. Come on, dude. Let's go get a coffee. <laughs> um, but then, that was bad enough. Uh, then he did Blade Runner, and he was blind in Blade Runner, but then he pretended, he gave himself uh, those contact lenses that make you blind. Yeah. And he made himself blind willingly when he wasn't shooting as well. For the time of the shot. So he was walking around set blind. So they had to get a personal assistant to walk him around the set. And he had to just be blind for like two months. Which if you're going to do that. Like his character in Blade Runner didn't have a personal assistant. No. So he should have just tried to do it himself. Just fall downstairs. Because if he's holding someone's hand and they're walking him around everywhere. Mm. What the 
fuck is he learning? <laughs> I think he's just mental. Just a lunatic. So I've set all this up to yeah. set up this one question. How is he going to top used condoms, bullets, wasting a PA's time to walk him around because a, a man who can see made himself blind? He's, he's going to give himself an iron deficiency. Drink blood. Drink blood. He's going to have blood bats. Ooh, blood bat is good. Blood bat. He could have bats on set. Bats. Uh, he could give himself eye drops, so he's really sensitive to light. Oh, okay. And but how does this harm other people? He normally ruins other people's days, not his own day. Uh, well, he'll be bumping into everything. Okay. Filmmaking. You're under lights a lot. <laughs> Every light man on set will just get a blood bat. I know how he's going to do it. Go on. He's only going to work at night. Of course he is. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. He's going to just... He's been looking outside and just like, seriously, we have like a 50-hour shooter. Sorry, I only have a six-hour shooter. Yeah. Uh, Once not. that sun goes down, you have me. You have me. You can lock me in. But daytime, <laughs> no thank you. Get over it. Whoever is directing it. Who's directing it? Hey, uh, hang on. Director Daniel Espinosa, he's going to have his work cut out. Oh, poor Daniel. Why he's not anybody, going to sleep for months. Why would anybody want to work with this man? I don't know. <laughs> also, it's kind of weird that he's doing a Marvel property, you know, in association with Marvel property. And I assume he's still the Joker. I feel like he's the one person, though, that I'm just like, yeah, you can have him. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get, I get him out of my hair for a while. You do the whole, oh no. Oh, oh well, just uh, this once. What can you do about it? I guess we'll have to move on without him. It's going to be carnage. Oh. <laughs> I've heard of that deleted scene. Not near the after credits scene. Let's never talk about that. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Is it back? Oh. Please tell me it's back, Connor. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has a working title. Oh. Uh, Hot Christmas is the new working is title. Is it a Christmas special? I don't know. Hot Christmas is the work, new working title for the upcoming Marvel film, but production has been pushed back to not start until... 20... 2021. 20, 20, 20, February 2021. The Flash movie, lads. <laughs> Everyone's trying to attack the Flash movie. <laughs> um... Working titles for the film are always very cryptic and a little bit questionable, such as when the first Avengers movie was given the working title Group Hug, or Christopher Nolan's immensely secret film Rory's First Kiss turning out to be The Dark Knight. So, they kind of just give them, these movies, uh, this name, and then they kind of put it on the set, so people who are kind of walking around, they don't see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, any stragglers. Yeah. They see Hot Christmas is being shot, and they're just like, I don't give a shit. I don't know who Hot Christmas is, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it has something to do with it. Uh, rumours are flying about that the Marvel superhero Adam Warlock could be making an appearance in Volume 3 in the comics. Um, sorry, in the comics, Warlock has a strong affiliation with the ragtag intergalactic team. Ooh. Phrase. They're even more um, ragtag these days. They are, and, <laughs> and Batista wants to tag out. Yeah. And it's just about every cool superpowers you could think of. The character has been rumored to be making an appearance ever since the Guardians first hit our screens. With some fans believing he might even have a role in the upcoming Infinity War sequel it next make, year. It makes sense because he's really tied to the Soul Stone. Yes, and also we saw him be born. In Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, because you want at the end, doesn't you go, I'll call him Adam. Yeah, unless that was a different guy. Adam. Driver. <laughs> that was the birth of Adam Driver. <laughs> the widest man in the world. <laughs> is he handsome? Is he ugly? Who knows? I think he's handsome. I think he is. Depends <laughs> what light he's in. Ah, yeah, um, that's for everyone. So, obviously, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has been a hot topic recently. Yeah. Um... Batista doesn't want to work on it. No, he's done. Chris Pratt doesn't work on the work on it. No. Zoe Saldana is kind of done. Yeah. Um, I don't think she wants to go into the big, another big fitness regime where she has to like be ripped to shreds. Just do backflips every day. Yeah, that doesn't seem like fun. Bradley Cooper would probably do a recording booth put, for three hours. She doesn't want to put green paint on. She did Avatar, and then that's, she's after doing two guards. She's always had paint on. Yellow paint, that's what's next. She just wants to do a film where she turns up to set on time. <laughs> <laughs> Not five hours earlier. Oh, God. Do you think... Uh, if Zoe Saldana, Saldana. Saldana stays dead. It, oh yeah, she's dead, yes. Yeah, she's dead at the minute. Everyone's dead though. Assumed they're dead if we Yeah. Yeah. Who's alive? Um Rocket. Rocket and Nebula. Uh, Nebula. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. That's it. Everyone else is dead. What if that was the movie? <laughs> <laughs> the ragtag of intergalactic heroes, Rocket and Nebula. Because I firmly believe that Drax isn't coming back. Do you think so? Yeah, because Batista doesn't want to do it. Now, the perfect well, he's up- contracted for three, though. So he can appear... Well, he's contracted for three Guardians films or I- three Marvel films? I think his contract says... I think he's probably contracted for like six films, maybe like three Avengers, three right, Guardians. So I think he has to appear. Don't he, unless they fire him. Yeah, which I think they might because he's very outspoken. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he came back to wrestling during the week, actually. Did he? Yeah, for like a big ceremonial like show, and he just came back, and it's just like yeah, that's like. He's like a massive movie star. <laughs> that guy left and nobody knew who he was. And now he's back. And he's now like, he's the biggest man in the world. The biggest man. He's in everything. He's in everything. And then the wrestling fans were there like, oh, he's gone Hollywood now. No, no, they loved him. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. He, came into the st- he came into the stadium with sunglasses on. In a stadium. What with a, a, cl- with a roof. He doesn't care. Oh, man, he had some bad time in a stadium recently. But, oh, he did, yeah. Die hard <laughs> in a stadium. But, I mean, who's going to say I think that Dave Batista is? That's true. He's quite large. He's a giant. Um... I just think uh, Guarantee's Galaxy Volume 3 this might not get made. That's a bold claim. I don't think it's going to get made. I mean it is pushed back a fair bit. To 2021. 2021. Before it even gets production so it won't be out until late 2022 early 2023. So that's four or five years that Dave Batista has to stay signed on to something. He'll be like 55 by 2024 Christ. or 2025. Yeah that is I'm pretty that's, sure he's that, like 48. No. That's not as mental of a call as I thought it was. Yeah. That it's not going to get made. <laughs> oh man that's really and Chris Pratt will be like 45. Gee, yeah and when you think that this was meant to be out like next year? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I swore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on. I don't know I don't know what to do. <laughs> you're just, you're kind of shocked. Yeah. Because it's going to be a really, like, unsatisfying send-off. It's going to be an unsatisfying send-off. And even if they do make it, it's not going to be as good. It's not going to be as good because James Gunn. It's just not going to be as good. Who are yeah. they going to get? I don't know. Uh, Jared Leto's down to direct. Oh. Imagine how much of a nightmare that would be. <laughs> that, we're only filming in space. <laughs> Jared, we can't go to space. We're going to space. We're going to space. My friend Elon Musk will send us to space. He would be friends with Elon Musk. Yeah, he's one of the um, Speaking of James Gunn, we're going to end the movie Mondays with the big talking point. We didn't get to this last week. Uh, it's been a while since we were here. So, yeah. this is the big news. James Gunn could end up writing and directing mm-hmm. Suicide Squad 2. Brilliant. You've heard about this. I'm sure you've had a long time to sit on this. Yeah. Give me your thoughts. Hit me with them. This is probably, if if DC don't do, if they don't take James Gunn on board, yeah. they don't deserve to make movies anymore. <laughs> it's been caught. Because this is the best goddamn chance that they have. Yeah. Because James Gunn, actually, he really likes DC as well. He's just a comic book nerd. Yeah, he's a fucking loser, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> We're all losers. I love him. <laughs> but... Uh, I would give James Gunn any property. And the fact that he can, like, he's proved he can do an ensemble movie. Yes. Because he took a bunch of no nobody characters. He can do an ensemble movie with a bunch of characters nobody knows. Yeah. Make it funny, entertaining, and heartwarming. And make it look goddamn gorgeous. And also those characters, would you say a lot of them are anti-heroes? They don't really get along. Oh, they're certainly... And they don't have, like, I wouldn't say Star-Lord is heroic. No, he's, he's, but he's not evil either. Not evil either, though. Bit of an anti-hero. A bit of an anti-hero, if you say. They're a bit of a ragtag group. Of non-intergalactic humans, humans. Will, Will Smith. Smith. <laughs> Dead shot. Big Willy's in the house. What? <laughs> That's how he shouts at the star of his rap. Big Willy. <laughs> uh, that would be good, though, because... James Gunn and Will Smith working together can only be a good thing. Well, Will Smith just plays himself in every film now. Yeah, because he's gone beyond the point of caring. And he's got, he's got Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, how do you solve a lot of the problems that the first one had? Even with James Gunn there, what does he need to... He comes in, does he have a full clean-out? I... Mm, I don't know, because some, st- some of the stuff in 
Suicide Squad is pretty good. Like Will Smith, Margot Robbie, they're good. I think he need. I think Doctor uh, the Killer Croc needs to be gotten rid of. Yeah, just because nobody knew what he was saying. Just have him die off screen or something. And just, I like that actor. As but he well. just mumbled his way. Yeah, Diablo was cool. I liked him. Isn't he dead though? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> that's gonna make it tough to come back. It's. I'm trying to figure out a way to, because they're so drastically different in tone, like Guardians One and Suicide Squad. Right. So I think he might have to just like do a reset. So the original director was uh, Gavin O'Connor, who was down to write. He was writing and directing Suicide Squad Two. And mm-hmm. um, he's also currently writing uh, Birds of Prey, so he was gonna be connected to boredom. Well, James Gunn can do that as well. Well, James Gunn, I mean, it would be funny if DC just worked him into the ground. Just like, you're the new director of everything. <laughs> you're head of DC. <laughs> DC, he's there one day. Like, you made two good movies. <laughs> you're now head of DC. And also you made Slither. <laughs> Everybody there is so bad at their job that he turns up, they're like, this guy knows what he's talking about. He made money on a film. <laughs> on a movie, superhero <laughs> film. People liked it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he's coming in. They say that it's gonna his attempt is gonna be a completely fresh start from the David Ayer attempt. Um, so he's gonna be seen as an attempt to run with a similar vibe that Gun created in Guardians of the Galaxy, which makes sense. Um, and do you remember they got a different company in to re-edit the trailer for Suicide Squad? Yes, and then they re-edited the whole movie. Yeah, but they they cut a trailer to like. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and everyone loved it. Yeah. That's essentially what... Like, gar- music is a big part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And it's music that's kind of old school. Mm. So I think that... I, I, I'm not sure what my point is here, but I think that trailer was going for a very James Gunn vibe. And people really responded to when that. Did the, when did that trailer come out? I think it was fairly soon after Guardians of the Galaxy. It wasn't 2014, surely. 2016 Suicide Squad came out so the first trailer would have came out 2015 yeah so probably it was the year after Guardians of the Galaxy but I do remember when it first came out everyone was like this is so Guardians of the Galaxy it's so cool oh my god yeah they had the, like the neon colour scheme and everything and you can't go wrong with Bohemian Rhapsody like, no people, it's great people are going to tune in for that even if you don't like one part of that song you'll like another part of the that the story song. of that trailer is hilarious because they originally did a really sad trailer yeah, and then no, and then they showed it to them, and it, that's because the the movie itself is like really depressing, yeah, and it's like grim and not, dark and not foggy. funny in any way. Um, and then they did that. They get they got the guys into re-edited that yeah. company. I can't remember the company's name, um, and they did that five minute clip or four minute trailer, and everyone was like, "This is the best trailer ever! Oh my god, this movie's so funny!" <laughs> Little did they know they put every joke in the whole movie in that one trailer, and yeah. uh, there was no more jokes. Um, and then they asked that team that directed the trailer. So David Ayer dire- uh, edited the whole movie. And then at the end, they were like, this movie's like two hours and 20 minutes long. Yeah. And they got that group group to come back in to re-edit the movie and try to make it more upbeat. But you can't. Like, if the footage isn't there. <laughs> what are you meant to do? <laughs> you can't just put up a black screen and, like, imagine Deadshot says this. And then they put the two cuts together. So they took half of David Ayer's cut and they took half of that group's cut. And they put, that's why that movie is so... And that's happened with so many of DC's movies. It's, just, it's so chopped up and just terrible. Oh, it's a weird amalgam of 14 different people. Yeah. That's, that's the good thing with James Gunn is that everyone knows... James Gunn directing style. Yeah. And so if it doesn't seem like that, it's like that. He didn't do that. Definitely. Yeah. Somebody came in. And it's we've had uh, like tone shifts before in comic book movies, like Thor the Dark World versus Thor Ragnarok. Like Taika Waititi is amazing. Yeah. So, and him and James Gunn are very good friends. Yes. I've like James Gunn can absolutely like pull Suicide Squad out of the miserable hole that it's in at the minute. Uh, th- this is the most... This is a weird story because this is something that I never knew I wanted until they said it. And I yeah. went, well, that's a great idea. Like, why wasn't it him from the start? Yeah, that's a genius idea. Like, he was like, not the guard of the Galaxy at that point. Ah, but, yeah, but... <laughs> get little off. did he know. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that is so good that you get him in, as we said, a ragtag group of kind of anti-heroes that you kind of have to make fun and likeable. Yeah, uh, even though they're kind of dickheads. Yeah, 
that's kind of what he, the, he's amazing at, and it makes it and make it have a bit of heart. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think Jared Leto will be back. No, I think because him and James Go don't get along. Do they not? Uh, that's, you can look that up. Oh, you can Google it. I'll go. I'll give it a goog. Give it a googs, man. <laughs> um, but I don't think he'll be back. But at the same time, they have like seven jokers now, so I mean, they can bring one of them in. It doesn't Joaquin really could come in. Joaquin could be come in. It's really bad. Um, Margot Robbie, of course, will be there. She has to do Birds of Prey as well. Yeah, and I think she's actually a producer on Suicide Squad now as that well. That makes sense because she made sure that she was going to be in control because she's not going to be in another bad film. Yeah. That's like an Oscar-winning lady. She's like, I'm taking she, over. She deserves better. <laughs> will Smith should do the same, really. Yeah. Also, I was thinking as well the guy who played Rick Flag. The most boring man in the world, yes, Squad. But he would work as kind of he could be the serious one in all the silliness. I think that's what they were going for. Oh, the only thing I remember him saying in that whole movie is, This is Katana! Yeah. <laughs> her sword traps the souls of her enemies. Just one line. And that was it. That was all he had. And I don't think, did she have one line? She, she she had a line in Japanese. Oh, good stuff. Where she was apologising to her dead husband. Because his whose soul, soul was, was in the sword. Which had been explained earlier on when Rick Flagg said, This is Katana! Foreshadowing. <laughs> The most blatant foreshadowing <laughs> of all time. Um, okay, James Gunn directing Suicide Squad 2. Yay or nay? Yay. It gets a big yay. I think the entire internet has given it a big yay. I just want to see it now. I want to see what happens. Yeah, put it out. Put it out right now. Right just now. Completely we'll, we'll, we'll be at the cinema in 10 minutes. I'll be there. Um, I'll run. I'll walk. I'm a very fast walker. <laughs> Mildly. Um, okay, we're going to have to end the movie Monday there. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday as usual. Another and, great title. And thank you. And thank <laughs> you came up with that. But I, I keep, did. I keep saying thank you. <laughs> um, and Hero Zero will be back on Friday where we take a comic book character, good or bad, and we do a bit of a report on them, tell the other person what their whole deal is. If they are good or bad, if they are dumb, if they are like Sean or like Connor, take that as you will. Sean's a legend. <laughs> All right, less of it now. Um, so that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for another week here of Moving Mondays. We shall see you all next week, guys. Same time, same place, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I have been Conor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you all on Wednesday, guys. Bye-bye.